0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Chat with a Rat, episode nine with Dick Johnson. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Oh wait, I forgot your sign. Hold on, let me let me grab it and put it up. (laughs) All right. You say something.
1: So, um, my real name is Dick Johnson, believe it or not. And uh, yeah, when people find that out, they're like that's that's incredible. What were your parents (laughs) thinking? I was like, I I don't know. They named me after my (laughs) great grandfather, Dick Johnson.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. I put, put that set mic down. Like I'm talking to people online. (laughs) All right, here we go. Um, okay. So I'll start off by asking you, um, the same question. I ask everybody first, um, how long have you been doing comedy for? Intermittently in my life.
1: I did it a little bit in college. Um, I didn't really have a good life world perspective, so I didn't have a lot of funny shit to say. And then uh, I stopped that, and I came back in my 30s before all the pandemic happened and started doing that. Obviously, that all shut down. And then I actually met Lonnie January of 2021, and we started doing comedy together. He was outpacing me. He was doing. He was like, man, I'm doing three mics a, a week. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy who's never done stand-up, <coughs> Is out doing some guy who thinks he's doing stand up, <laughs> <laughs> and I used Lonnie as a pace, and I just nice. kept going out with him. and um, yeah. So uh, consistently now for seventeen months without stopping.
0: Okay, and how long? If you had to guess, how long do you think you might have done it before that?
1: When I was in college, it was probably six months. It was very nerve wracking back then. Mm. Not as much now, you know. Mm. Um, so pro- yeah, probably like six months back then.
0: Okay. Um. And so did you, uh, did you, like, do you know any of the same people from back then that do comedy, or did you have, like, a group that you hung out with then? Yeah,
1: actually, I met Rashad, Art Zager, Joe Lemons, um, I met a couple other people that we, I've invited back out, but for whatever reason, they've moved on with their priorities.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's cool, um. Uh, and that that kind of uh, reminds me of something I was going to ask you about. Um, so I know that out of all of the um, comedians that hang out, um, you might not be the only one, but you're the only per- one that I know of um, that that does improv a lot. Yes. Um, and I was going to ask you, did you which one did you do first? Stand up. You did stand sure. up first. Yes. Right on. Um, and so like what. Because I don't know a lot about improv. Um, you know, I've watched Whose Line Is It Anyway. Um, but I, I've, I don't think I've ever been to like an improv show that I can think of. I might have, I don't know. Um, but what would you say is like <clears throat> the big difference between doing improv and doing stand up?
1: The big difference with improv is when you're on the stage, you have a team to help you. If you don't know what's funny or what to do, somebody else can help carry the scene or help supplement what you're trying to get across in the scene. You know, if you're fixing a car engine and you're talking about what's going on with abortion rights Mm -hmm. and you just can't find something that's funny, somebody else can come in and help you. But when it's stand-up, you're all on your own.
0: So with improv, you're always like in a group usually of some sort? Usually
1: you're doing uh, two-person or three-person scenes. It's very rare to do four people or more because of just talking over each other.
0: Okay, and it's always laid out like that, like it's some sort of a scene that you're acting out?
1: There's scenes in games. Okay. Uh, th- I love the games. One of them is uh, a debate, and so a topic will come up, and it's a it's a rapid fire. You have to be on your toes. You're the whole team, the whole panel, everybody's an expert in some topic the crowd gives you. And then you put forward an argument about it, and someone will make an objection, and they'll try <coughs> to counter your point. But then it's like Bugs Bunny. It goes off the rails. Your Uh objection could be that their shirt is ugly. Right. And So then now you're trying to to, uh, debate why that person's shirts ugly. And then someone will say, uh, objection, you're colorblind. And Uh, so it just devolves into silliness.
0: I see. see. Right on. Um, So which uh, which one would you say that you prefer? Out of the two,
1: stand up for sure. Yeah, stand up is where you get to shine as an artist. Yeah, in your yeah. thoughts.
0: Yeah, um, it probably also has the the biggest risk of failure. Also, yes, of the biggest two. risk reward. For <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. There you go. That's the, what I was looking for. Risk the, reward. Yeah, the
1: improv is great because it helps with your rapid thinking and your funny muscle because when you're in the moment it's kind of like the stand up unscripted where you pull something out of the bucket and you have to find what's funny in 3 seconds. Yeah, yeah. This the improv is really like gym workouts for your creativity muscle. Right on. That's why that's why I signed up for improv was to improve to feed into my stand up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right on. Well, that's cool. Um <coughs> let's see here. Um What is your biggest fear um, when it comes to comedy?
1: Oh man, it for me it's being on stage and not knowing what to, what comes next in a, a thought or an idea, and just that five alarm silence that you yeah. hear from the crowd <laughs> where you are dying. You know you're dying internally. <laughs> yeah. There's no way to recover. Like. That it hasn't happened to me in a long time, uh, but I did completely bomb on my face at Union Hall when I hosted, and that yeah. was that was painful.
0: I feel like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I feel like I would rather bomb, I don't know, I don't know, I I think I would rather bomb than just blank out on stage because that's the the worst cuz like you say like your brain is just screaming like fucking say something yeah. just say Fucking something. The internal monologue yeah. in your head my head
1: just sounds like a microphone next to a speaker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. It's just like it's just like you feel like there's just crickets. You're like, fuck, how long have I been saying nothing? I mean, it's probably been like three seconds, but it feels yes. like fucking three hours. That
1: was stand-up in my twenties. That's why I only did it for like six months, because yeah. I didn't have a world perspective. I didn't have <laughs> adult views formulated or opinions and didn't know how to navigate things. I didn't even know that comedy had structures and triggers, and mm. you can just lean or lead your audience into them like a trap.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I feel like there's a, a lot of comedians that we see that still don't realize that.
1: <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I know you're talking about. I actually actually was speaking with them recently. I'm not gonna say how long ago. And I said, hey, do you ever record yourself? <laughs> a good question. And they said yes, and they told me that they listened to their recordings, and I was very surprised wow. that they haven't improved.
0: I'm also <laughs> surprised by that. Unbelievable. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I don't. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think they think they're killing it. Um, I know. I think they do. I think. They, I think they
1: think that too. <laughs> and I, I want to just pull them aside and give them a big hug and tell them that they suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Sometimes yeah, sometimes I, I want to do the same I'm thing. I'm just afraid of catching whatever they have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love you, Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh so what is what's the worst that you've ever bombed? Oh it was definitely
1: in. It was definitely in my twenties. I was at Austin's coffee house, and I had taken a date. We had we were going out for the first time. She brought her girlfriend with her. Like, okay, I'm a stranger. I'm telling you to meet me at a place. You don't know me. You don't know the place. Cool. That's fine. Right. And um, I signed up on the list, and we sat through all the other college comics. And I had you know my little notes and my little one liners that I thought were so funny, you know. And uh, she tells me, hey, it's getting really late. I gotta go. So she leaves, and then I'm immediately called up to the stage, and I'm thinking like, All right, I'm gonna be really funny. I'm gonna play this off, and I was like, Yeah, I was here on a date, and she just left, which is great because uh, if she's a masochist, so if I bomb, it's gonna hurt extra bad. And uh, <laughs> I thought that was funny, and and it just crickets, crickets, and the yeah. microphone feedback in the head started, and yeah. it's just like, ah. Oh.
0: Well, hey, at least you dodged a bullet with her leaving before you did that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even have really any good material. It's <laughs> all stupid
1: one-liners. I actually saved all those jokes in a long note, and I went back and I said, okay, let's see if there's any premises I can bring to life and bring back. And there was like two, and the rest of them was just, <laughs> no, no, not, gonna, yeah. not ever going to let anyone hear these thoughts.
0: I remember that, um, that last girl that I was dating um, – we had only hung out I don't know like maybe like two or three times or something like that and then uh I brought her to Laugh Out Lounge one night um while I was performing. She had never heard any of my comedy or, or anything. Oh she my gosh, no cool. how did she receive it? So, I was like um she just like but she was like all about it. she's like, "Yeah, I'll come with you and want you to do stand up or whatever." She drove, drove us out there and everything and um I uh I was like um I went out, uh, performed or whatever, and uh, that night I it, it was one of the nights that I did pretty pretty well. And um, like when I came off stage, or whatever, we were talking about it, and um, I was like, "You're awfully brave to, have, you know, come out." No, no, I, she didn't drive that night. I drove that night, the first night I drove out there. She drove the next time. Um, but I was like, "You're awfully brave to come out here with me," and, and like because I could have sucked <laughs> and been not funny at all. And then you would have just been stuck here with me. And I still would have had to drive you back to your car at the very least, you know. Um, and she was like, yeah, I was actually thinking about that like the whole <laughs> right here. Like, I really hope this guy's funny. <laughs> and I was like, well, you dodged a bullet with that. Because um, uh, at least that night I was pretty funny. Um, but uh, uh, let's see. Um so why did you decide to get into comedy in the first place?
1: I've always thought that I was a funny person, that I could see funny things or make people laugh. But um, one day when I was working at Apple in my 20s, I was walking to the food court. Huge Mitch Hedberg fan. Huge Mitch Hedberg fan. And I just start talking to myself. And I'm like, you know what? I want to make some Hedberg jokes. Mm-hmm. And um, I just start. I throw out a statement. And that's kind of how I write now. I just throw a statement out there and play with it. And I said, I'm an organ donor. Because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I ever thought of. <laughs> right, and right. So that's my very first joke, and it was in that long list of notes. Mm. I brought it back and plugged it in about uh, a bit about um, organ donors and signing up on your driver's license to be an organ donor okay, in case yeah. I'm ever in an accident. If they can get, m- uh, I'm an organ donor because mine is a terrible thing to waste. If you can get my brain into that body,
0: we're cool. I think I've seen you do <laughs> yeah. that before.
1: I, I <coughs> didn't really do it too long because it wasn't super funny, but
0: yeah, I still well kind
1: of like just the idea, just a little one-liner.
0: Yeah, I can't remember it exactly, but I, that does sound familiar. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's a g- that's a good premise. Yeah, I don't remember the exact joke, but it's yeah, pretty funny uh, premise at least. I do remember you doing it before, though. I, I can I remember you saying that one time <laughs> at least. One time, <laughs> at least one time, I remember you saying that um who would you say are your biggest influences when it comes to like writing jokes
1: Ooh, that's a good question i really love um the mainstream guys the cream of the crop i love how louis ck structures his jokes and how he misdirects you i love how bill burr cuts right to the core of something Mm -hmm. and so i've tried to like um you know, I, I touched a nuclear, radioactive topic last night about transgender women, and mm, I've yeah. seen what's blown back on people. But you know, touching it just right and cutting right to women's equal pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I was on the safe, safe line. Yeah, there. no, it was. So, yeah, yeah. I. Uh, so those guys. <laughs> I was
0: sitting next to LJ whenever you started that bit and or that joke, and it, 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 as soon as you started it. LJ was like, "Oh God," and I was like, <laughs> looking at him, like, "Yeah, this might go bad." <laughs> like, but n- y- no, you were right. Yeah, you like tiptoed the line, and it and it was it was funny. That's a funny bit that you did. And I was, uh, I
1: was expecting laughs on this one hit, and I just <clears throat> it took one second. The whole room collectively got it, and it was the biggest pop I've ever had on stage. Well, nice,
0: good. Yeah, and sometimes it's like that. Sometimes, um. Sometimes you'll expect a big laugh at a certain part of a joke, but you get it at a completely unexpected part of it, and you're like, "Oh, I didn't even realize that was the funniest part." But okay, yeah. like I guess you know. as long if it works, it works. You know, as long as you guys laughed, <laughs> I don't I don't really care <laughs> what which part, whatever.
1: And sometimes I'll say something thinking that I'm saying it a specific way, and it will be really funny, and I don't know why what I said was funny, and I'll have to think about it for a week. Yeah. figure it out yeah like why was that funny
0: right right yeah a lot of times i, I don't know i was thinking kind of thinking something similar to that uh, the other day i w- went back and was watching some uh, uh recording that i had done um and uh and there was like this it wasn't even a joke i was just like kind of like not necessarily crowd work but like saying something to the crowd or whatever and, like, what I said wasn't even really funny, but the crowd, like, fucking was dying that, that I said it, you know? Like, they just thought it was so fucking funny or whatever. And I was like, that wasn't even really funny what I said. Uh, like, I basically just, like, pointed something someone was doing yeah. out or something, you know? And, like, they are like, <laughs> You know, I thought it was... And I'm like, why is that? So, like, people think that shit's so funny. But I th- I don't... I, I think the crowd just likes to be included sometimes. Yes. Uh, and, um, and, like, also, I think that they think it's funny... If like any time you poke fun at anyone in the crowd or anything, like people just fucking love that <laughs> shit. It Doesn't even have to be good. They just fucking think it's hilarious. Like, so yeah. But I, I do think that yeah, people eat that shit up. Like if they feel like it, I guess included in it or something. I
1: was driving to LOL and I really I told the story. <coughs> I mean I had a set list made and I scrapped it because on my way to LOL I drove through a place called Caveil. Only locals will know what Kayville is. Yeah. And so I kind of shit on the name Kayville. you know, it's uh, that's where you go when you're high on ketamine and this <laughs> and that. And um,
0: Why does that name sound familiar to me? It's called
1: Casuthisville and it's way out on Memorial between Lakeland and Winterhaven or Auburndale I mean. And, uh, I wonder I if
0: I used to deliver out there. That sounds really familiar to me for some reason. I drove past. And it's not because of the ketamine. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's not why. I, got I get that from a different area.
1: So I drove past these five mobile homes that were all within arm's reach of each other, and there was an armored personnel carrier vehicle in the driveway, and a 10 year old girl was driving it. <laughs> and as I passed it, a squad car, a police squad car, turns its lights on and pulls into the property. And I realized this was a cutscene to GTA five.
0: And like, <laughs> yeah, I told yeah, this story
1: yeah. on stage, not even exaggerating or, or making anything outlandish. It just told the story and it killed, it killed, but I could only do that there. Cause right. you got to have that local knowledge.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of jokes are like that too. Um, and I've, I've learned, um, a lot of jokes I'll, I'll think of and I'll realize they're way too niche to, to tell on, on, a, on yes. a regular stage. Um, and they'll be fucking funny to me. I'll be like, and if I had the right crowd of people who knew what I was talking about, this would fucking kill. Cause it's a hilarious joke, but the general public will have no fucking idea what I'm yeah. talking about. You know,
1: I went to my manager and I said, uh, Hey, I got a joke for you. Oh, uh, what did the, the David say to the Venus de Milo? And he looks at me like, what, what I go three inches rock hard. And, uh, Goes, what, the, what the fuck is a David? What the, <laughs> what the fuck? And I was like, it's there, a statue. And r- it, there, okay, yeah, Two there, yeah, yeah. statues, and like I had to explain. He goes, no, you gotta dumb this down. You gotta dumb <laughs> it down. And I was like, okay, what did a man say to a woman? Three inches rock car. I was like, ah, this joke doesn't work. Like, <laughs> not funny anymore. Not funny. Not funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the intellectual jokes, you gotta make sure the crowd's on your side. Yeah,
0: unless you're art, and then you just don't give a fuck. It's <laughs> yeah. like you get it or you okay. don't get it. I'm fucking telling this shit, boy. Yeah. i love him for that oh art's great (laughs) i could never do it i could never do it like he goes up there knowing damn well he's like he can scan the room and be like 90 percent of these people have no clue what i'm about to talk about doing it anyways
1: hey so speaking of that i'm really surprised that so many people know the the alive movie and you don't even address the name of it but so many. Every time I hear you do it, it gets laughs. It well,
0: kills. well, here's the thing. I, I thought that too at first. I was like, man, I didn't know. I didn't never realize how many people have seen this movie, right? Um, I was kind of shocked also at first. Then I had this other comedian, this dude from Orlando. He told me one night, I think he's from Orlando. Um, he told me one night, he said, dude, the f- your fucking funniest joke, the one that fucking killed me, dude, is that one fucking joke about eating ass or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, that one does pretty well most of the time. I was like, I was like, and I said, I don't remember how I put it, but said something about like, so, you know, you've seen Alive or whatever, like mention And he was like, no, I have no, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, you never, you've never seen the movie? And he was like, no, I don't even know what that is. And I was like, and you still think the joke is funny? And he was like, yeah, well, he was like, yeah, it's funny he was like because like a brazilian soccer team he's like you know and like brazilians have big asses and a fucking soccer oh. team is obviously gonna have even bigger oh, asses i didn't even think of so it that yeah way. I, I never did either so i was like oh okay so i guess it's funny if either way you know so i think that's why it works all the time because at first i was kind of shocked too i was like all these people have seen this movie <laughs> you know <laughs> but um yeah i don't know so i yeah i guess like and the d- that, he's told me that was his favorite joke that I told, and That's he's never crazy. even seen the movie. So, yeah. Um.
1: When we were in the parking lot and I was like, hey, I think you could do the joke and do it shorter and say, I eat more ass than the Donner Party. Mm. Then I, I heard you do your joke again and you bring it back around. Like, it's not just more ass than a Brazilian party. Uh, Plane crash. Mm. It, it you you bring it back around, and you are like, I'm not going to tell you how it ends. Like, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's so much funnier than just getting a joke across. And again, not everybody mm. knows about the Donner <coughs> Party, right? Um, people I, younger I, than us wouldn't have no clue. I
0: don't know if you heard me do it the other, but Dino n- night. and Mary Kay would definitely know it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you heard me do it the other night, but I actually. Uh, Usually after you told was we're talking about the Donner party, I was like, I can do something with that and I did a joke the other night, I can't remember if it was at Pink or somewhere. I did a joke about the Donner Party where I said something like, um uh like my ex um texted me and asked me if I liked parties and I was like, Yeah, the Donner Party <laughs> Anyways, now we're going to a dinner party Fucking autocorrect. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's so, great. Yeah. Uh, so I did, I used it. I did something with that's it. And awesome. I don't think anyone fucking laughed when I told <laughs> it, but, but like, I think it was at pink. So there was probably like four people watching me. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, so uh, I'll try it on a, on a bigger audience sometime. I also – I need to work on it a little bit, but that's the, the premise of it.
1: I love it when I give people <coughs> uh, tags or a joke idea or yeah. premise and see it go. Like, I gave one to Miles, and I was like, M- I don't want to give it away because he does it. But I'm like, Miles, all you have to say is, ba ba ba. That's the whole joke. These three words, yeah. and it, and they will get it. And he came right. back, and he goes, I use it. It
0: <laughs> kills. Hell, yeah. Yeah. um. Yeah, that's always good whenever um, whenever you can give people advice and then you see that it works. You know.
1: You can't get any shorter than a three-word joke. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I did tell Mike Lee last night. Uh, he has a joke about pulling something out and flinging it around. Yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to say you're making a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> he thought about it and he goes, oh, yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah. Mike actually gave me some advice about that Alive joke we were just talking about. Uh, last night he was saying, like, oh, instead of just saying, like, I won't give away the ending, you should do the end of that joke like this. And it, it what he told me is funny, and I'm gonna try it. I don't know if it will work as good, but I'm gonna try because okay. it, it is funny. It's funny to me, but I, I, I was just like in my head, like picturing me tell it on stage with my delivery. And I don't know if it'll work as good, but I'm gonna give it a shot because it is fu- fucking funny. So we'll see. Um, but, um, so, what is uh? What's the biggest show you've ever been a part of?
1: Okay. This is this was crazy. It was it was an improv show, and it was the <coughs> opening. Uh, it was it was near the opening weekend of LOL. I think this was like a private grand opening. Mike had invited all his friends and family, and we were doing. Yeah, the improv Rashad show. was
0: talking about that whenever I talked to him on here.
1: It was completely full that whole little room had a hundred people in it and we did as students I was still in the student program at the improv and uh, how does that work uh, uh, Swan City Improv does classes and they're once a week and they go for I think eight weeks and they go over fundamentals and basics and kind of give you the structure of how improv works and then you know it's up to you to work with it okay Um, and so we did a show on that tiny ass stage. We did three person scenes and it killed. We brought the house down and nice. it was just, there was so much energy. I was like, I I gotta get in front of people like this. Yeah. Anymore. yeah. This is great.
0: Dude. That room is fucking amazing. It is. It's, it's, it's so, so great. Is. And like, like, I don't know if you've been to any of like the weekend shows there. Like that they have, I have not yet. Uh, cause I just started doing sound on like some, not all every weekend, but some weekends. Um, Like this whole, I'm, I'm running sound Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this weekend. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've ran like a sound for like a couple of those shows on the weekend and it's like the open mic nights are, are good and fun most of the time. Um, but like it it fucking fills up dude and it's like a completely different beast when that room is full. That's it's why I wanna crazy. become an
1: MC. I wanna learn I wanna I wanna not learn. I'd like to develop my hosting skills. I'd like to develop my crowd work ability and again that quick spontaneous thinking. Yeah. I was watching Mark Norman. Someone shouted out black Hasidic Jews and right off the top of his head, boom, he hit one with Ah, you've got the curliest hair in the world and he goes, Ah, you're yarmulke. you wear it to the side and, <laughs> and I mean like without even missing a beat. Right, I don't right. feel like I'm there comedically yet. Like. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's, yeah, sometimes you just get lucky. You just happen to have a thought in your head when somebody says something. But <laughs> it definitely doesn't always work that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I know. That's why I'm excited because um, uh, next weekend, um, the 27th and 28th, I got a, I have a guest spot opening for Kyle Roos nice on friday night and then saturday night he's doing that hot mess show what's that and so you do 5 minutes of comedy then you have to eat two hot wings that are slathered in uh 5 million scoville hot sauce you told me about this yeah, yeah and then do five more minutes of comedy i oh guess my god i would love this I, <laughs> yeah you eat, hot shit, I eat hot shit all the time <coughs> i eat the one chip challenge
1: <coughs> and it was a, it was a walk in the park yeah, I bought a little nitro. I haven't done it yet. It's supposed to be nine million. I'm a little nervous. Mm. I also got the toe of Satan, and I've got uh, the death nut challenge.
0: I need to start. I need to start practicing before that. I need to. I need to get some of those things and eat them. Uh, it,
1: it helps. Uh, I I bought um. I bought one of the hot sauces off of Hot Ones. The the bomb sauce that yeah. is the hottest sauce that's ever the eaten. one that
0: everyone is always like yes. fuck when oh, they yeah. eat it yeah yeah yeah.
1: that's a trap and uh, i took dipped a toothpick and i licked it and it gave me the hiccups it was awful but the Jesus. next time that i ate it i did it with my brother i didn't have hiccups anymore it was like a weird immunity kind of thing my body had already had that level of shock right it knew how to make me sweat so oh, i need
0: to prepare for this show then i need to get some hot shit and do that
1: You eat this stuff and you will have some hot shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, like, I eat a lot of hot stuff, like, but the thing is, like, and I feel like there's a difference. Like, maybe I'm just fucking crazy. I don't know. But, like, I eat a lot of Mexican food. I fucking love Mexican food. And um, every time I go to, like, and, like, I like authentic Mexican food. Like, I eat from fucking taco trucks and shit. I love that shit. And, like, I'm always, like, give me, like, the hottest sauce you have, you know. And they're always, like, gringo, no, you don't want this, you know. I'm, like, you don't know what I want, I do, you know. And I'll fucking, I'll slap, like, I always fucking pour that shit on there and eat it. I love it. I fucking, I, I can eat, like, the hottest hot sauce. And I just, like, I eat every fucking drop of it.
1: Can I tell you about the Thai restaurant around the corner from? Oh, OL? yeah, I've,
0: yeah, I've seen you eat that shit, yeah. yeah.
1: So I got, uh, I got this wonton or lemongrass soup, and I ordered it Thai hot. And it came back, and it was kind of spicy. I go back next week, and I talk to the, the owner, and I was like, hey, uh, I think your Thai hot's a little bitch-ass. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, uh, I had it. It wasn't that strong. And she, I ordered some uh, drunken noodles, and she goes, oh, you want stronger Thai hot? I said, yeah. She goes, okay, I'll tell Chef. And she rips the, the ticket off, holds it over her head like a banner, Walks into the kitchen. I'm like, oh, I'm fucked. She goes back there instantly in and, and Taiwanese or whatever, whatever language she speaks. She starts shouting at the chefs, and I hear all of them collectively, ha, 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 <laughs> like, oh shit. Then she says something like, like, she's mocking me clearly. Right, right, right. Oh, she comes out and she's trying to be pencil lipped and not like laugh or smile. She said, "You tell me how it is when you come back." Ugh. And so I ate it and it lit me up. She yeah, said, "Yeah, I know
0: that one day you were fucking sweating because you're eating that shit."
1: Thai Hot's 5 stars. She said she gave me 7, and then I came back the next week and I asked for 9. <laughs> and at some point there's just a diminishing returns <coughs> of heat, but 9-star Thai Hot is pretty warm.
0: I can pretty imagine. Pretty yeah. I, and yeah. I love
1: it. I love it. I love experiencing the food.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's <sighs> like that's what I'm saying. like I I love Mexican hot sauce and hot shit, but I feel like there's a difference between that and like hot wings hot because I've had like some hot wing sauce before and like it didn't like fuck me up, but like I like ate it. Like I remember I went to uh, like the Renaissance fair that they had like okay. last year or whatever or maybe 2 years ago, I don't know and they had like this guy like a little hot sauce thing in there or whatever <clears throat> and you could like dip these like i think they're pieces of bread or cracker or something in like each hot sauce and i ate like all of them like up to the hottest one and um and the shit was fucking hot bro i was like woo <laughs> that was pretty hot but like like it, like it like it wasn't horrible but it definitely was different than eating like Like Mexican hot sauce, I feel like is 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 like a different breed of peppers or something that they use. I don't know. Like it just it burns different. Um, uh, So I don't know. We'll see how this goes. (laughs) 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 Um, So uh, let's see here. Um, What do you hope to achieve through comedy?
1: <clears throat> I'm endeavoring this uh, without any kind of expectation of fame or wealth. I really want to see how far I can go. I want to see how funny I can develop my sense of humor. Uh, if if that happens down the road, and you know, I'm I'm not even a year and a half in. Yeah. Uh, if five years down the road I'm st- a feature act, that's cool. If if ten years down the road I can be a headliner, that's cool. I have no idea. I have no expectations other than I want to continue to do as good as I can. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm an artist at the core <laughs> and this is just another form of self-expression for me. And it's like changing a, the to an a makes the masterpiece. Yeah,
0: it does. It does. Y- you know, uh, you can always like trim the fat or restructure just a small part and make a joke work so much better. Oh it's kind of yes. crazy. Um, uh, you know like I was I was saying the other day I went back and was looking at uh the videos of me from like 6 months ago like doing like some of my first sets. And it was like fucking cringe inducing. I was like Jesus fucking Christ I sucked. And like I liked pe- your cocaine and, joke. I- and like pe- that, is, that is a good joke. I need to bring that back and use it. Um, but uh But I was like, people were like telling me that, like they liked it. It was good. I'm like, I fucking sit here and watch it. I'm like, God, you fucking suck, you loser. Like, (laughs) uh, it's just like crazy how much different my set is. Even though it's a lot of the same jokes, they're all so much different now.
1: Um, Yeah, you figured out where the laughs are.
0: (coughs) Yeah, yeah. It's it's all about the delivery, you know, and and how you deliver it, how you trim that little bit out of a joke to make it flow better, uh, hit quicker put a pause in yes. it somewhere you know it's it's like every like everything like that it makes it work so much better um i don't know i feel uh differently though than you i uh i'm not content just being like hopefully i'll be a feature in five years like if I'm not a fucking feature on something next year, I'll be fucking pissed. <laughs> oh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen for both of us. Like it's it's an eventuality.
1: Uh, that that is definitely gonna happen. <laughs> I just when I start putting timelines on things, uh, I really start to panic. Uh, right now with the price of gas and with my job having to be there at five or get up at five thirty in the morning, the open mics are hard to do right now. Yeah. But I'm looking for another job, and when I do land a normal eight to five or nine to five or whatever, I'm going to start doing more mics. And I, I, I got so much material. I wrote nine jokes just this, just today in yeah. preparation for this conversation. <laughs> I wrote nine jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't,
0: and, and, and I, I, <clears throat> I feel like whenever I do something, I do put like timelines on stuff and, 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 and like, I feel like that makes me like, focus harder on stuff. I'm like, uh, this needs to be done by now. Like, uh, like even like, you know, like uh, sometimes I'll make uh, used to, I haven't in a while, but like used to, uh, like if I ever pulled my notebook out on stage, I'd always make that joke. Like, Oh, this is just a dick that I drew or whatever, you know, (laughs) like in the notebook. but I actually, I drew a dick in like, it was like, I don't know, like somewhere around the middle of the notebook. I just drew like a big dick in the middle of it. And I told myself, I was like, if I reach this page of writing jokes, and I haven't started doing stand-up yet, then I'm just, fuck, fuck all. I'm not doing it. Um, which, luckily, I did uh, start doing it before I hit that page. But Because, um, like I say, I was writing jokes for, like, two and a half years before I even did my first set. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I have Tourette's, and, like, with Tourette's uh, comes, like, all these, like, weird, like, you have, like, mini... Uh, what's the word for it like you have like like mini disorders like like mini versions of all these disorders i guess um like maybe not maybe not everyone you know maybe some of them have like full-blown also i don't know i don't know how it works exactly but um but like with Tourette's usually you have like other shit like you know like um, compulsive, uh, disorders and or like, you know, bipolar or like depression and like all this shit, like all of that shit usually comes with like all bundled in a package. If you have Tourette's, that's usually how it goes. Okay. And, um, so like I have very like compulsive type of behavior where, um, if I ever start doing anything, I like dive in, like head first, like fucking go all out crazy in it. Um,
1: yeah, man, you went to the Pringles tattoo shop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You can just tell by looking at me. Yeah, um, yeah. And if you would have been friends with me when I was a drug addict, you know it's true. Also, yeah, I don't know. Like anytime I like I start doing, it, I just like fucking go like full force. If it's something that like I like you know um so yeah i don't know um so uh so i feel like uh, i'm like that with comedy you know i'm just like full like laser focused like fucking i have to fucking kick this thing's ass you know that's
1: all i think about all day (coughs) i'm standing at my job when i don't have to do math or measurements or do do stuff like that i am playing word games in my head um just I'll say things. No one can hear me. I work in a very loud shop. No one can hear me. I could sing at the top of my lungs and people would barely hear me. <laughs> and so like I'll just say things to myself and have full conversations and yeah. I'll do sets like I'm on stage and then, boom! I said something, f- not funny, haha, but funny weird and it twists it and I'm go, oh, that's a different take or oh, that's a tag or yeah, you know. And then that's I do so much writing.
0: Yeah, so much for writing. sure. Yeah, that's what I do all day long when I'm delivering. Is I just fucking. I'll listen to, um, like, talk radio um, a lot and, like, you know, just people talking about, like, current events and stuff. Not political shit because I don't give a fuck about that. But, like, just, like, just current events with fucking, you know, usually, like, celebrities or fucking whatever have you, you know. Um, but things that are just going on. And um, I'll listen to it and um, as I'm driving and I'll just be like, anything that, like, catches my ear, I'll be like, oh, that could be funny. How am I going to turn that to a joke? And then the rest of the day, I'll drive with just that topic in my head, thinking, how can I make this into a joke? This is a joke, but I don't know how yet. And I'll fucking play with it and play with it in my head all day long while I'm delivering. And usually by the end of the day, I'll either have that one or like a few figured out, you know? like and I'll be like, yeah, these are good jokes, you know?
1: On my way here, I was at that <coughs> Circle K at the traffic light, and the sign says... Fuel technology with synergy. Synergy is one of those business bullshit words that they like to say, uh, you know, leadership, teamwork, synergy. And I was yeah, yeah. and for five minutes, I was trying to find funny between lame office workers and fuel technology with synergy. And I just <laughs> gave up on it. I'm like, OK, there, there's nothing here. I'm like, I'm knocking, finding the hollow <laughs> spot to, to pick away at it. And I just yeah. I gave up.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that's uh, how I've mostly most it of my stuff comes. It it, do, it, it, it is like that there has been a few times where like I'll think of something and I'll be like yeah I can make a joke with this and I'll try and try and try and I'll be like ah uh, not right now. <laughs> Maybe and, later, I don't know.
1: And um <coughs> I I I don't think people take me seriously when I say that sometimes the jokes come to me fully written. Like I I've been falling asleep at night and mm-hmm. I've heard whether it's my inner monologue or like something's whispering in my ear, I will hear the joke. Yeah. And then I have to scramble to write it down as fast as I can, because I cannot keep the joke in my head. It yeah. is gone in 15 seconds. Yep. Or if even my wife says my name, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what was that? It was about a cloud. There was a cloud. It was fluffy. It was cotton. Oh, my gosh, it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. It's, uh,
0: I've had a bunch like that. That's why I like I always like anytime I think of a joke and sometimes it'll happen like that for me, too. I'll think of a whole fucking joke just like out of nowhere. I'll just be like the whole thing. Of course, my jokes aren't very long anyways. But like I'll just like think of like the whole the punt the fucking setup, the punchline, everything, it'll just like hit me and I'll be like, Oh fuck, that's a funny joke. And like uh, like you say, if I don't write it down or tell somebody or something, I'll completely fucking forget that shit. So like, I usually I'll just message whoever the last person it is <laughs> that I'm talking that I was talking to It's usually some random girl on on <laughs> Messenger or something, and I'm just like, you know, uh, joke about fucking uh, you know doing heroin with a police officer or something, you know, <laughs> like whatever, you know. And they're always just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, I'll tell you about it later. It's a joke. I'll t- I'll tell you the whole thing later. Uh, I just need to remember. So uh.
1: I, s- I stepped out of the shower um, <coughs> on Tuesday, wi- Monday night. I stepped out of the shower on Monday night, and I was thinking about a joke William Montgomery made about Ryan Brian Redband. Uh-huh. And he says, hey, uh, Brian, you remember when we used to run wagon on your great-grandmother? <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, okay, I want to make a <coughs> run-a-train joke. And I step out of the shower, and the railroad song just starts playing in my head. Not even thinking about it. just starts playing in my head. Right. And I go, Lonnie's mom's nickname is Railroad. Everybody runs train on Railroad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I, I'm naked. I open the door. I scream to my wife because I have to get <laughs> this joke out or I'm going to lose it. Right. And she goes, that's really funny. <laughs> and so then I kind of came back to the song throughout my, my set. Yeah, like, yeah. That joke just hit me all at once. I wasn't ready for it. I was naked and wet thinking about <laughs> Lonnie's mom. Yeah,
0: as we all do. <laughs> that's the only way I think about Lonnie's mom.
1: Oh, the camera shut off.
0: Oh, uh, yes, it has. And that's uh, all good. Uh, audio only. Audio only now. Um, it happens. Every- it goes for that camera records for 29 minutes and 50 seconds, I think. And then it shuts off. I don't know why. Um, that's why every time you I do a podcast, if you watch it on YouTube, you only get a certain amount of it. Um, you got to watch the audio to get the whole thing. Or listen, not not watch the audio. <laughs> listen to the audio. If you watch the audio, then I'm, I don't know, probably fucking boring as shit. Um, let's see who is the best comedian you know personally. Ooh, mm. that's a tough
1: one. I I think it's Rashad. I think it's Rashad. He's a damn Easily. good one. Um, I saw a couple guys in Orlando before they got big but I don't (laughs) really know them anymore. Um, But I definitely think Rashad's the funniest one.
0: Yeah, he's real funny. If he fucking sticks with it, he's going to go somewhere without a doubt. He's already doing well for himself, but he's going to go even further because this fucking dude is hilarious. And everybody fucking knows who he is. Oh, yeah. Which is always good (laughs) whenever you're a comedian. (laughs) Uh who is the worst comedian you know personally?
1: <laughs> Angelo, I like you man. <laughs> oh, Jesus, bro. I'm going to get you a map <laughs> where all the punchlines are buried and I'm going to let you hunt for some. We got to get you some punchlines, bud. I like you a lot. I want to help you. <laughs> I want to help you get better cuz you got a lot of potential.
0: That's not even what I thought you were gonna say, to be honest. Oh that no no no. no no no! That that other guy, that other guy, he's a joke thief. He's not even a comedian. He's the worst human being that I know personally. And I will call Carlos Mencia out to his face. And I'm I'm I've got the lines ready. Whenever uh, he shows
1: up, I, I just can't I cannot stand a joke thief. Like yeah, we are good. doing all of this on our own merit. To yes. prove we're good, to, to develop our skills, and you're going to take other people's artwork and pass it off as your own. I saw him do this Zodiac sign joke from Kill Tony, and when he got the laugh pop, his face was shocked. Hey, if you wrote that joke, you shouldn't be surprised that the crowd laughed. <laughs> he was caught off guard at how much people thought it was funny that oh, shit. women were going to have to change their personalities again.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Uh yeah, man, I can't fucking stand that shit either. Especially nothing is worse than whenever you know somebody's doing somebody else's shit, and then they get a huge reaction from the crowd, and you're just like, What the fuck, everyone? Like, have you not seen comedy before? (laughs) Like, Like you were great tonight. No, Hans
1: Kim was great tonight. (laughs) Nor McDonald was great tonight. Right, yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, who's a who is a famous stand-up comedian that you can't stand?
1: Everybody loves Fluffy. Mm. And I I don't really like Fluffy. I I'm heard that Not a big fan of him. Either. I don't hate about, him, but I'm not a big fan. I don't either. hate him either, but I he's He's not my favorite, and it's not a popular opinion ap- uh, amongst the dummies I work with. Yeah, and, uh, a
0: lot of people think he's really funny. I never really thought it was that funny. I've myself, only but seen it's his one pr- trick. Just not my style of humor, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't really care for that much.
1: But he's super rich, super <coughs> famous, super popular. Yeah, I mean obviously, he's yeah, he's
0: obviously doing something that works, and you know, and, and I respect that. You know, like any, there's a lot of comedians that I see. That I don't necessarily think they're funny, but I can tell that other people do. And I sure. fucking respect that, you yeah. know, like you're doing something right, sir. Absolutely. You know, um, so, yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, but yeah, I, I've never been a big fan of his either, really. Um, so what is the furthest that you've ever traveled to do comedy?
1: I think it's just St. Pete here locally. I, I haven't, yeah. haven't gone too far.
0: Probably, I probably haven't gone much further than that myself. Um, <coughs> I, uh, so I know you have jokes that you wrote. You want to tell yes. them to me?
1: Yes, I want to see if I can make you laugh. Okay. These are all uh, jokes that I wrote today. Um, I got them in my phone here. <laughs> <laughs> Two of these jokes I'm going to tell you off air because, uh, yeah, they're their first draft ideas. and <laughs> <laughs> Okay. They keep telling me, use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. So I spent all my money. What? <laughs> oh,
0: okay. I got it. <laughs> I don't know. These are, these are all first draft ideas. I get, I get You're the it. first one I hearing these. I get all it. Right. I get it.
1: I'm allergic <laughs> to everyone's bullshit i have a peanut gallery allergy
0: <laughs> i'm actually allergic to nuts. So i'm fucking offended <laughs>
1: pedophilia is just another form of erectile dysfunction <laughs> <laughs> people smoking cigarettes say eh you gotta go out somehow but do you think the passengers felt the same way on 9-11 One passenger is just cool, calm, and collected like Jim from The Office. He's like, eh, if it's not the impact that kills you, it'll be the dust cloud in 15 years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Uh, My body is going through changes as I'm aging. Even my boogers aren't what they used to be. They taste terrible now.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: (laughs) Uh, You hear about all these cops shooting unarmed people before they can even assess the situation. But why would you give a badge and a gun to a premature ejaculator?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that cops fucking suck. <laughs> this, was, uh,
1: this was the half joke that I wrote. This, is just the, this, was, this was the premise or the idea. I heard the word deadpan today, and my brain auto-filled in sexual. So I'm not sure if it's a dead pansexual or a sexual deadpan comic. Uh, either way, I'm not attracted to my cookware. 12 inch nonstick frying pans Don't make my butter stick hard Those frying pans that let you burn food And just wipe it away Make me very excited to be a bad cook I can't wait to do that shit I think the pansexuals That like it rough Are also into pressure cookers uh, Do pansexuals like it When I wear nothing but oven mitts uh, These are terrible I know I know uh, Don't worry if we make a mess baby I got plenty of Dawn dish soap if it could get crude oil off a duck's back, your hair's going to be just fine. <laughs> a pansexual's favorite place is, in fact, the kitchen. Uh, more specifically, the lazy Susan in the corner. <laughs> I got into an argument with a pansexual. I said, hey, we got to walk away and just let this simmer. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid, but I, that's, I wrote all that on a <laughs> walk with my dog, you know? Um I got two of these here I would be willing to take on stage right now, but I'm going to have to tell these to you off air. Okay.
0: I <laughs> can't just have it hanging out there. I respect that. Um, uh, is there anything that uh, you want to like uh, plug or uh, give a shout out to or anything like that?
1: I am <coughs> going to be in James Hollingsworth comedy show coming up here in June. I've got the date. Um, he's going to kill me i don't have the date but i do um i'm really excited you know i one of the things that i'm i really don't want to ask people to be on their shows like i'm not a person that's gonna uh, ask i've
0: I've never asked and i don't want to june
1: 24th uh we're gonna be in landa lakes um graphics loading uh, at the wilderness lakes boulevard uh, landa lakes we're gonna be at the lodge I'm really looking forward to being on his show, and the more I do these mics, I'm hoping the more I'm going to get invited onto shows. I'm bringing out new material, coming hard on stage. Uh, good. Three of those jokes from last night's set are going to carry forward to this show.
0: Nice. Good. Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. Fucking do those open mics, and uh, if something kills, then you're like, yep, that, saving that one. Hell yeah. Was it? Was it you? Was it you last night that was like, Siri, save that joke or whatever? Was oh, that no, it? that wasn't me. Who the fuck said that? I don't <laughs> remember. Uh, like, they told some joke and it got a laugh and they were like, Siri, save that joke or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. I don't remember who did it. Um, but, no, yeah, you did You did a, a good set last night, though. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, uh... No, I, I, I get what you mean, man. I... Uh <laughs> I know of a couple people that um, they get work, uh, you know, hosting and getting on shows and stuff, but it's because they're constantly badgering people about it. That's disgusting. It's lame as fuck. Yeah. You're a fucking dork.
1: Yeah. I, I want my <laughs> peers to recognize my talent and my own merit. And Absolutely. And go, hey, I want you to be in my show. And I yes. will say yes every time.
0: I think one Unless time. Unless it's at a clan rally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll ask to be on it. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I think one time I might have like posted in the group chat, like, "Hey, if anyone has a show coming up, I'm down to do it" or something like that. But I think that's the only time I've ever even like showed interest into getting onto somebody's show because I think it's so fucking cheesy to be like, hey man, do you have anything coming up that I can, you know, can you put me on, can I host <laughs> next week, you know and, and you can you can even tell, like, I know, like, a few of these people that do this. And, uh, like, even the people that book them, they're like, yeah, I guess this guy's fucking on or whatever. You know, like, they don't <laughs> fucking give a shit. You're not, like, getting anywhere by doing that other than fucking, like, okay, you're on a show, but you're still not fucking funny. Like, cool, you get to go up in front of some people and show them that you're not funny? Like, <laughs> congratulations.
1: I have a question. Would a uh, would a comedy show at a Klan rally be a, a BYOS comedy show? Bring your own sheets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're uniformed. <laughs> they have their own names like stitched into. Them.
1: <laughs> oh man. Fuck the clan.
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck those bitches.
1: Hey, I believe in, in that's equality. That's a bra- uh, that's a brave stance. <laughs> make fun of everybody equally. I believe in equality. No one's protected. No one's protected. If you want equality, you've got to be willing to be made fun of.
0: I agree. I agree. You got to you, you got to fucking make fun of everything. Um but with respect, you know, make fun of everyone with respect. Yeah. Um And I feel like that's a thing that a lot of people don't get. A lot of people are like, oh, you said this, so this is, you know, you're racist, or you're this, or you're that, yes. or whatever, because you made this joke, or whatever. And it's like, dude, I carefully crafted that joke to not be that way. I carefully crafted that joke. Which one are you talking about? Uh, like, for I- instance, like, my closer that I use all the time about, like, the McDonald's yes, joke. Yes, I've yes, had yes, people yes. say stuff to me about it. You know who I've never had anyone, sa- you know who has never said anything about it to me? Who? A person of color. Ever. Never once. Every single time they fucking think that shit's hilarious. They are always like, dude, that shit's fucking great, man. They think it's fucking funny. Because it is a fucking funny joke. And it's not disrespectful. But I've had uppity fucking white girls that are like, um, that's a little. Well, well, shut the fuck up. Dude, <laughs> let them speak for themselves. How about that? You know, uh, this dude likes it. Um. Go fuck yourself. You know, it's a joke, first of all, and it doesn't even say anything offensive in it. You know, I carefully crafted that joke. It's a joke about a racist old man getting killed because he's racist. Yeah. You know, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I don't know, man. People fucking blow my fucking mind.
1: I'm working on a <coughs> closer that um, I've re- actually reached out to a, uh, a, a white comic and black comics, and they've both given me the same advice. But the premise of this joke is that. Uh, I don't trust white people who get in touch with their ancestors. And as the medium is channeling their ancestors, all this raci- race, racist shit comes through the medium, and the medium is shocked. <laughs> and the medium is like, what the fuck? Like, what? And the dead racist relatives are just like, racist, racist, racist. And the, the medium's like, no, 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 this can't be right. Let me get another relative. And the other relative is even more racist. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know how to close that, that joke. but I'm working on it, and I did it in front of a half-white, half-black crowd, and two black comics came up to me and said, I love it, but you're not going far enough. And that was when I got... uh, To me, that was the green light, that this joke is okay. Yeah, it's a good premise. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good premise. I don't trust the white people that try to get in touch with their dead ancestors. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on your side. Yeah, Whatever side of this joke you're on, I'm on your side.
0: Right, yeah. I know. I I had somebody tell me that... uh, the one joke that I did was racist too. the, the joke uh, uh, about meeting with a girl on Tinder and her thing said, coed 19 oh. and I was like, is this that bitch that's been making everybody sick? Yeah. She doesn't look Chinese. Yeah. What the fuck about that is racist. Yeah. That doesn't even say anything. All I said is she doesn't look Chinese because it's, Well, known that everyone is saying this shit came from China. Exactly. The joke is that I'm fucking stupid and I don't understand what COVID is. That's the joke. It says nothing about Asian people at all. You know, like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Anytime
1: something comes up about race, (coughs) people just immediately say this is racist, but there are criteria to racism. You can't just say, uh, because you identify somebody, oh, he's black. Oh, you said he's black. That's racist. No, right. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah, work yeah. like that. Like yeah. my, uh, last night, my joke about my wife being a friggin' racist
0: because yes, yeah. she
1: loves white rice, the, the white rice. I have to say it that way; or it doesn't mm. work. And I love the the brown rice. Right. And she wants yep. to keep the rice as pure. Right. 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 Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. That's a funny joke.
1: And I wrote that this week. Like that's all. Yeah, all that's a stuff, that's man. a good one. Thank that's you. a
0: good joke. Um uh well is there anything uh else that you want to plug or give a shout out to or anything
1: uh, I want to give a shout out to Lonnie's mom <laughs> <laughs> no i I, I, I lo- haven't
0: met her yet but I look forward to it she will arm
1: wrestle you <laughs> <laughs> no I, I I love the comedy scene that we're building here in lakeland this is great I don't have any beef with any of the real comics that come out <laughs> um it's great we've got a really awesome community here. For for real. Yeah. Super inclusive. Super great. Yes. And uh, I I couldn't be happier to have all of these people, you included, as my friends.
0: Yeah, for sure. I agree. I was actually thinking about this today, you know, um, you know, because growing up, you know, I was like I was brought up in like uh, churches and like so I was in like, you know, like like Christian school. Not all the time, but like I went like a Christian high school for a while and, and I was in like youth group shit like that then after i left that i was in like bands through most of my life i was like in like a shitload of fucking bands playing music for years and um so i was in like that whole scene of like fucking like hardcore like metal kids and shit and um and then like you know and i've lived like in florida i've lived in california and like had friend groups out there and everything Uh, and i've been like a tattoo artist had friends in the tattoo community and everything and i've got to say like probably the like most accepting like supportive like just like coolest people that i've ever been around is like my fellow comedians that i've been around like it's it doesn't fucking matter like what you look like like who you are like 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 it doesn't they don't give like are you funny
1: yeah are you funny
0: you like fucking bring it on bro and if you're not funny we'll try to help you be funny you know and unless you're helpless then (laughs) (laughs) sorry but
1: do you like cigars
0: uh i haven't smoked a cigar in a long time but i will smoke one i brought you one hell yeah all right um yeah we can smoke a cigar together after this cool sweet um all right anything else you want to say
1: i love you guys um this is dick johnson (laughs) i'm a dick
0: Yeah, boy. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Until next time, that's been Shot with a Rat. Good night, folks.